In the thick of darkening shadows from the cedar copse rimming the outskirts of the parking lot, a silent figure in a red suit, long white beard, and shiny black boots waited, watching the back entrance of the tavern, hungry to catch a glimpse of one person in particular. After an interminable half-hour, shortly before midnight, the rear door to the horny toad opened, hinges creaking in the cold and letting out the strain of the eagle singing, Please come home for Christmas. The watcher tensed, heart pounding, and wind-burned hands fisted inside the pockets of the Santa costume. A woman appeared. Once upon a time, she'd possessed beautiful blonde hair. But now, it had grown steely gray. The watcher's breath caught. She had stopped dyeing her hair. She carried a black garbage bag, heavy with clanking bottles, and started toward the dumpster, her movements graceful as always. Years ago, she'd been a Dallas cowboy cheerleader, and she'd kept her slender hourglass figure even into her sixth decade of life. But instead of the miniskirts she usually favored, because she had the most sensational legs of any woman in town, no matter what their age. She wore oversized blue jeans and a gray wool sweater with a saggy hem. The watcher's tongue moistened parched lips, wishing, wishing for so many things, wishing but unable to make those dreams come true. You couldn't turn back the clock, no matter how hard you might try. Redemption was so close, and yet so far away. The garbage bag made a muffled, thumping sound when it landed in the dumpster. The air smelled of juniper and wood smoke. She dusted her hands and turned toward the bar. Her breath came out in frosty puffs. The moonlight caught her face. Her eyes were worn thin, exhausted. The watcher shifted in the darkness, gut twisting. Don't go. Stay. Stay so I can see you for just a little while longer. One last time. She paused and looked out into the darkness her face a portrait of abject bleakness. A lump blocked the watcher's throat. The woman shook her head, pushed open the door. Roy Orbison was singing Pretty Paper. Sad songs, all sad Christmas songs. She stepped inside, the door snapping shut behind her. A single chilly tear tracked down the watcher's cheek. Gone. Everything once loved and taken for granted was now forever gone. Last call, Raylene Pringle said, more out of habit than necessity. There was only one patron left in the horny toad on this lonely Saturday night, and he never drank more than a single glass of whiskey.
Have another one, Nate? I'm good. Nate Deavers knocked back the last swallow of whiskey, set the empty glass down on the bar. For the past six months, he'd been coming into the bar almost every night. He arrived late, had one drink, and went home. Nate didn't talk much about himself, deflected questions by sitting alone on the far side of the bar beside the Benjamin Ficus. He was on the optimistic side of forty, and very good-looking, with coal-black hair lightly salted at the temples and peacock-blue eyes. He was built like a Keith Black Hemi engine, big, strong,